0: This is Hollywood Haley J Dubuisson, your OBW Women's Champion and IWA's Women's Champion, and you're listening to E's and B's podcast.
1: Good morning, all you wrestling and sports fans. This is the E's and B's, the bacon and eggs of Pro Wrestling Sports Podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie B. you today, a little bit of NFL news, March Madness is here, we also got NBA All-Star Weekend, plus a little bit of wrestling, and special guest today, back again, it's the champion from OVW, Hollywood, Haley J, that's right, you're listening to the E's and B's. stay tuned. Get this breakfast served. Starting off with the sunny side up this week, folks. Big news in the NFL. That's right. J.J. Watt is now a Cardinal. Yep, you heard it right. A Cardinal signing with the Arizona Cardinals. Two-year deal. You know, that's not a bad move in my opinion. Uh, He's got a great quarterback on the offensive side. They showed a little bit of promise last year and... Uh, Good coaching. We'll see what happens there. Probably uh, the better move I've seen so far yet this offseason. Obviously not much is going on. But the other big news is Russell Wilson's news, like we spoke about a few weeks back, has came out a little bit more, and now they're seeking maybe a trade? Who knows? We know this. The Bears, Saints, Cowboys, and Raiders are on his list of teams he wouldn't mind playing for. Boy, oh boy, what would that be like seeing Russell Wilson in one of those uniforms? I don't know, I know the Raiders also, their owner or their person spoke this week about they're not getting rid of Derek Carr, they believe in Derek Carr, so maybe knock the Raiders off that list, but we'll keep a close eye on that. Also, we're still keeping a close eye on the Watson and Dak Prescott situations. We don't know what's going to happen. Hey, March 17th, free agency, the doors kick open, so we're going to have a lot of news coming up in the next couple weeks of where people are going to end up for their new season in the NFL just around the corner. It's going to be a big offseason, folks. A lot of big names out there. Let me know who you guys think is going to be moving, where they're going, and where you would like for them to go. Also, let's jump into the uh, last time, guys. That's right, the NCAA It's March Madness time, as this weekend it will be kicking off conference tournaments and then obviously Selection Sunday coming on the 14th. We'll talk more about that next week. But for the last time, let's run down the top 10 here. Starting at number 10, Villanova at 16-4. and Houston at number 9 at 20 and 3. Number 8, Alabama at 20 and 6. Number 7, Ohio State at 18 and 7. Number 6, West Virginia at 17 and 7. Number 5, Iowa at 18 and 7. Number 4, the Fighting Illini at 19 and 6. Hey, we've got a change, folks. That's right. Number three is now Baylor. They finally lost. They're now 19 and 1. Well, I kind of seen that coming last week. We talked a little bit about that. We'll see how they uh, shape up going into the tournament. Number two now is Michigan. They're 18 and 2 and holding it down again for the end of the year at the number one spot 24 and 0. Gone. Zaga. Well, folks, like I said, conference tournaments are kicking off. We got March Madness right around the corners. It gives me goosebumps to even talk about it. I can't wait. Stay tuned. We're going to have a special Final Four giveaway here on the E's and B's podcast in just a couple weeks. Stay tuned for details on that. And that's going to wrap up the uh, NCAA talk. Let's move right into what else is going on this weekend. It's the NBA All-Star Game. Now listen, I know we don't talk a lot of NBA here on the E's and B's, but we will be here shortly once we get closer to the playoffs. As we all know, All-Star break means it's halfway done. But let's talk about this weekend. It's all going to be done on one day. You know, that's the first time I can remember that all three, you know, the three-point, the dunk, the skills, and the game all played on one day. It'll be done in Atlanta, Atlanta, We'll talk more about it next week on who who shined and who didn't. Also, later up in Scramble, I'm going to give you my predictions on who I think is going to win the challenges. So stay tuned for that. Now let's talk a little bit of racing, folks. Obviously, we've been touching base on short track racing a lot here in the last couple weeks in NASCAR. You know, uh, Kevin Harvick was my pick last week going into Homestead. He did not get the job done, unfortunately. He uh, He just came up a little short, but William Byron in the number 24 machine pulls the victory out. That makes three different winners in three different weekends, folks. It's getting a little crazy there, NASCAR. I'm loving it. The race was okay. you know. kind of didn't get exciting to the end, of course, but we'll see what they got coming up this weekend in Vegas. I'll give you my prediction of who I think is going to win in Vegas later on Scrambled Eggs segment, but let's talk a little bit about the short track side. Uh, as we know, last weekend at Showtime Speedway down there in Pinales Park, Florida, they uh, put on another Triple Crown Super Late Mile race along with a non-winged sprint car race, a memorial race, I might add. And uh, going into the weekend, Michael Goddard had a chance to pick up a bigger check, a $15,000 bonus if he could pull the win off. Well, it didn't happen. Unfortunately for him, Steven Nassey shined and pulls the big win out down there. As we know, that's one of his home tracks. He's hard to beat when he's on his game there. Uh, also, in the non-wing sprints, uh, we had a familiar name that I know a little bit about. A uh, little 500 veteran, I might say. Yeah, that's right. Cody Swanson got the win down there at Showtime Speedway in the non-wing sprints race. In the memorial race, I should say. Uh, so, congratulations to those guys. We're going to keep a close eye on that. Obviously, you guys know racing seniors season is right around the corner for all you local track racers. So, we're going to have the uh, Tony Cousins. That's right. Ben and Mark back on here in a couple weeks to talk about the racing season and what we're, what to look forward to and what's going to be happening going forward here in 2021. So stay tuned for that. Can't wait to hear what the Tony Cousins got to say. So we'll let you know when that comes up. Well, that's going to wrap it up here for the sports side of things on the sunny side up. But stay tuned because we're going to jump into some wrestling. Let's talk some wrestling, folks. I'm not gonna dive into everything all the way through every brand this week because we got a lot to talk about. We got a special guest coming up. Stay tuned. OVW Women's Champion, Hollywood, Haley J. I can't wait for you guys to hear what she's got to say and what her future holds. But let's talk about what happened on the big brands. SmackDown last Friday. Pretty good show. You know, obviously we're coming off of Elimination Chamber, setting ourselves up for what's going to happen next Sunday in Fastlane, obviously the last pay-per-view before the big one. That's right, WrestleMania, right around the corner. I just want to talk about a little about what happened on Friday of last week. Otis and Gable got a big win over the Mysterio family, but I just want to talk, you know, we, they were pushing this heel change on Otis, and I'm just not sold on it just yet, but this was a good match, and I, I was kind of shocked to see how it ended, so if you guys didn't check that out, go go back and catch the highlights of that one. Also, some other notables, uh, Apollo Crews with a a different uh, gimmick change, I should say. Not sure if I'm liking that either. We'll see how this one turns out, but uh, he gets a huge win over Nakamura. Street Profits finally back on the winning board as they got a big win over the Rat King and Sami Zayn. You know They've been struggling here lately lately since they've lost the titles, but uh, looks like they're on the right track now. And then the big main event they had, obviously they started the night out with Roman Reigns, Obviously, being the head dog, he's he's you know putting his foot in the ground explaining himself, how he should be uh, running more things. This, that, and the other. Well, Daniel Bryan came out to stick his nose in and obviously set himself up for a match with Jay Uso at the end of the night. And this was the main event where Daniel Bryan and Jay Uso fought. But the stipulation was if Daniel Bryan beat Uso, he would then have a chance to wrestle Roman Reigns at Fastlane well, wouldn't you know who got the pony, and it was uh, obviously neither. This was a double countout, so now that sets up a different scenario leading into Fastlane. We're not sure what's going to happen, but I think this is also setting up a great war between Daniel Bryan and Jey Uso. Uh, I can't wait to see how that turns out uh, going forward. I think they might be heading you know, to face face each other there at WrestleMania, so keep your eye out for that one. But like I said, this was a great, great uh, SmackDown last Friday. Obviously, this tonight's SmackDown is probably going to be just just as good as they're setting themselves up for you know next week's Fast Lane and obviously End of Mania. Hey, let's keep things going. Talk about the raw that happened on Monday, folks. Let me just say this: one of the better raws I've seen in a while, and, and there was a lot of meaning to it. Obviously, coming off of last week, Bobby Lashley giving Miz an ultimatum, and he needed his answer this night. And let me just say this before we jump into a couple notes I got. This is the best Bobby Lashley's looked, hands down, my opinion. That's just what I got to say. You know, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus started the night off with another huge brawl. These two, every time they fight each other, it's great stuff. Obviously, they know each other very, very well. That makes sense, you know, when you got when you wrestle the same person a lot, you know, growing up through the leagues, going with him, being around him so much. You should know each other very well and, and put on a good show, and they did. Uh, we'll see what happens going forward from Fastlane and Mania for these two guys. I don't think Drew's quite out of the championship picture just yet, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Naomi and Lana, they, uh, the feud with, Na- with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler continued, obviously, on this night, as I don't need to touch base on who won, who lost. We just know that this is going to be a, a storyline that continues to Mania, as it just hasn't stopped. But we'll talk a little bit about Nia Jax and Baszler on another show in just a few minutes. Um, another notes I got here, the Hurt Business had a tag match putting their titles on the line against Braun Strowman and, yes, Adam Pearce and kind of Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon was here on this night trying to run the show. I'm not sure if Pearce is digging what's going on, but I just want to say this, I don't like what they're doing with Braun Strowman. They're they're burying my guy. You know, I don't know if they don't got a place for him right now, the storyline to lead him into, but... Boy, oh boy, this didn't look good on my end. That's what I felt, anyhow. After that, another note I got here: Damian Priest with Baboonie. They got the win. Uh, you know, over Elias, who had obviously Jackson Ryker on his side. These four right here are gonna head up. This is a good story. I think it'll be a great tag match for WrestleMania. If it doesn't happen at Fastlane, we'll keep our eyes open for that. Uh, Baboonie, he's just not going away, right? Um, let me talk about what happened next. This was supposed to be. Uh, what Miz was going to decide on in the ring, and Lashley was ready for it, and MVP wasn't taking no for an answer. So these guys faced off in the ring. Miz was trying to ask for a little bit of more time. It wasn't. It wasn't a given to him. As the bell rang, and as soon as the bell rang, Miz pulled the smart heel move, rolls out of the ring, grabs his belt, and leaves. Gets counted out, and obviously contains the belt because it's a DQ. Countout situation, so he outsmarted Bobby Lashley. This furiates Bobby Lashley and leads to what happens a little bit later. Uh, we got a big win from Charlotte Flair getting over uh, Shannon Baszler. Also, Lucha House Party with Matt Riddle getting a win over the uh, worst fraction to date. Uh, at, right after that, Mustafa Ali had a match with Matt Riddle, non-title. He got the win, but I just want to say I hate how they do that back-to-back stuff. I mean, you you have a six-man match prior, you know they don't win, so then they got to have one of the members wrestle immediately after and get the win. Kind of silly how they do that stuff. Let me know what you guys think out there in E's and B's land. And then after that, we had the main event. Like I was saying, they brought him back, made Bobby Lashley and Miz face off once again, but this time they made it Lumberjack style by surrounding the ring with wrestlers to make sure Miz would go nowhere, but it didn't didn't need to happen, in my opinion, because Bobby Lashley hemmed him up and it was over before we knew it. And now we have a new champion, and Bobby Lashley. And I can just say this: it's been a long time coming for this guy. He's deserved it. He's he's been looking great for many years, but he now is on the top of WWE, in my opinion. And I can't wait to see the storylines that they're gonna build for this guy going into Mania. You know, are we gonna see Brock Lesnar return to face this guy? You know, or, or is this gonna be? Something where Drew McIntyre and him have a great feud going into the future. There's so many different directions we can go. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you guys want to see with Bobby Lashley. Or if you even like Bobby Lashley being the champ. But that's going to wrap up the Monday Night Raw on this last Monday. Like I said, it was a great show. A lot of meaning to it. And now the storylines are starting to thicken as we get closer to Mania. Hey, on Tuesday night, Impact was a decent show. They're obviously get leading up to Sacrifice, which will be next weekend. But I just want to talk about a couple things. Matt Cordona was a uh, special guest referee between Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers. And he, last week he said he was calling it down the middle, friends or no friends. He was not going to cheat. And believe it or not, he did not cheat for his buddy. And Myers gets the loss in a DQ situation as he was caught loading his elbow for the rooster Uh Clothesline that he was about to put on Eddie Edwards and lost the match, and we'll have to see what happens between these two now going forward. As we know, they're best friends. They they got a podcast and all that good stuff going, folks. I just think this is gonna butt heads eventually between the friends, and we'll have to see where when it when and where on impact. Also, folks, we know Finn Finn and Juice they're they're about to butt heads with the Good Brothers. We know that's going down really soon. I can't wait to see that. And OBD or excuse me O db she sticks her head in or her nose in where it don't belong once again this week uh costing some some people some problems so a lot of distractions are going on over there at impact you know i won't say it was as good as last week's show but it still was another solid show this week if you guys didn't check it or see it go back and check it out check the highlights out it's definitely worth making sure you're caught up if you're in the wrestling world like i am after that let's talk a little bit of nxt man it was another great nxt as well Still a lot of questions in the air on that show is what's going to happen between Finn Balor and Adam Cole. But l- let's talk about what's going to happen with the actual show, folks. As rumors this week, NXT after WrestleMania may be moving to Tuesday nights. Boy, that's going to affect Impact heavily, in my opinion. But, you know, I did hear Tommy Dreamer on Busted Open. And shout out to Dave Lagreca, my homie there at Busted Open. I love Listen to those guys every single day. But I did hear Tommy speak that maybe if that happens, Impact maybe switches gears as well and moves to Thursdays. Boy, I would be a happy or a happy man over here if every night of the week we had wrestling. That would be just, you know, amazing. <laughs> I'm sure my wife would hate it. But anyhow, we'll see what happens. We'll keep a close eye on, on that going going forward or into uh, WrestleMania. Let's see if those rumors are actually true or not. But uh, NXT on Wednesday night, the Goons, you know, they defended their tag titles against uh, Champa and Thatcher. They get the win. You know, I-, I love this Ciampa and Thatcher team, but they just haven't been able to put it together. Also, Amber Moon and Shotzi Blackheart getting a huge win. And the uh, Women Tag Team Champions, like I said earlier, they made an appearance here on NXT. That's right, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler showing up on NXT to defend their titles against Dakota Kai and Gonzalez, and it was a great showing for these four. I really at one point thought we might have new champions, but unfortunately we don't. Nia Jack Shannon Baszler gets the win, but it was a good little crossover. I don't know if it was uh, trying to get a little bit of attention pulled off of the AEW show on Wednesday night, but I'm pretty sure that those names wasn't gonna pulling that many people over compared to what we had seen on AEW on Wednesday. Also, uh, Cameron Grimes getting a huge win over my man Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed did a nice couple moves, one dive outside. I hate it when he does that stuff, man, but uh, it looked good. We'll we'll see what happens. And then the main event, obviously what everybody was waiting for, uh, Finn Balor got a big win over Roderick Strong, but afterwards was the big story where Adam Cole come into the ring to confront the situations, and um, I'm going to have to give a thumbs down on this one. I don't like the way this ended. I know the storyline's great. I can't wait to see how it goes, but let me just say Going off the air with Adam Cole being pulled apart by referees and, and security the way he was. If you didn't see it, go back check it out. It just wasn't as believable as it should have been, in my opinion. There wasn't enough there. They bumped chest, whoop de doo You know, he would go outside and think about it. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Run in? Yep, yep, I'm going to run in. Uh, I don't know if I liked it or not. That's why I'm giving it a thumbs down. But it was a good show. Good NXT showing. I just didn't like the way it ended. But uh, that's how... The NXT wraps up, folks. Now I want to talk AEW, but I'm going to have to hold off, folks, because coming up next, all the way from OVW Wrestling, a very familiar face, and E's and B's fan favorite here. That's right. It's the OVW women's champion, Hollywood Haley J. All right, fans, no better way to celebrate Women's History Month than to have my next guest on, folks. We are so happy and glad to have her here. She's not only just a fan favorite, she's an E's and B's favorite, folks. Let me is. introduce to you the OVW Women's Champion. It's Hollywood, Haley J. How's it going? I, go, I might have found my
0: new announcer. I think I might have found my new announcer.
1: Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, everybody I think I always found our new name. favorite, that's for sure. Oh, you are making this right. thing rock. Uh as I spoke to you earlier, you know, your numbers have doubled here on the Ease and Beast podcast in the last month. Obviously, you're doing big things out there. So let's jump right into that, Hollywood, and let's get to the nitty-gritty. You were on with us back in December for our Christmas episode. Obviously, we had a heck of a time. We got to learn a little bit about you, and I don't want to take full credit, but uh, it seems to be here recently. People coming on the E's and B show have been doing a lot of winning, and uh, (laughs) I want to talk about the big winning you've been having here. So where are we at right now with you at OVW, Hollywood?
0: I am currently running the women's division. I am OVW women's champion. I got the gold to back it up. It's just being cleaned right now. Okay. So don't All worry about right. that. Right. Y'all, y'all got to watch me on TV to see that. But um, yeah, I'm running anything. I'm top dog, but you already knew that. Now I just got the gold to back it up.
1: That's right. That's right. We, we kind of predicted this. Several months ago, we knew. I told you, did right. not tell That's you. right. You you told us, you know, you got a lot of things in store for 2021. You mentioned, you know, you're going to hit maybe 14 states. How many states have you hit since the uh, time we've talked last?
0: Um, I think I've hit two more since the time we've talked last. This pandemic is really, but
1: totally it's, coming.
0: Just yeah. wait, it's coming this way. It's coming.
1: Okay, well, obviously, we're, we're bragging about the OVW run that's going on right now. And I want to ask you, Hollywood, how much does Luscious Lawrence play a role in what's going on right now over there at OVW?
0: Well, I mean, that's my boot thing. He knows his place, his place, his role, as I should say, is to stand by me and look pretty. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't help me win or anything. I always win 100% on me, you know, clean 100%. Yeah. All me. He's just there to look pretty. That's my that's my eye candy. That's his role.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay. So with things going as good as they are right now over there, who are you looking forward to uh, matching up with next?
0: Mm, Well, I heard there was some I heard a a little birdie told me that Su Young was interested in wrestling me. So I would be very interested, Su Young. If you would, uh, you know, bring yourself on in, we get it cracking.
1: All right. Well, for my fans out there, the listeners, obviously, if you're not seeing the video, go check it out on our YouTube channel. But right now, Hollywood, I can notice you're not only just the OVW champion. What else are you holding there?
0: Oh, see, now this belt, this belt's already clean. This is the Uh. IWA women's champion belt so not only am i ovw women's champion but i'm iwa women's champion as well and at the same time which has never been done ever
1: outstanding so. outstanding see I, I knew you could do this and i don't think that this this isn't going to end anytime soon this is only the beginning in our opinion over here at E's and B's. but if you have not got a chance to check out hollywood haley j make sure you go to ovw.com every tuesday they they're putting up uh new tapings and you can catch your action there. But, Hollywood I want to know right now, what's the top podcast you're listening to?
0: Top podcast? Oh, man. This one. E's and B's, of course.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Of course. I listen to Jim Cornette a lot, though. I'm not going to lie to you. He cracks me up.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we listen to all of them. We love all the wrestling podcasts. I think they're great. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that's where I got my drive from and the,
0: okay. my, dream,
1: my dreams. But uh, let me ask you this one. This one kind of comes a little bit from the heart here. Do you consider yourself a role model for the new generation right now?
0: You know what? I hope so. I, I hope so. I now, now let's, let's
1: say this. All Hill stuff aside. All Hill stuff yeah. aside. OK,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. I all heal stuff aside. Yes, I do hope so. Just because people often think that me, I'm a gimmick or I'm playing a character and they don't think that I act how I am or, you know, that I actually have I'm ghetto or whatever. So I'm trying to not I'm by me building my brand and not changing who I am, even after people have told me to. That hopefully will be inspiring for other people to be themselves and to know that they can make it. When I make it by being me, that'll tell everyone that they can make it by being them.
1: A hundred percent agreed on so. this end. Yes, a hundred percent agreed. Obviously, a second generation wrestler you are. And and to not only just be a second generation, but to just like you said to put yourself out there as a role model, not, not the heel stuff. Let's put that stuff aside, but to continue on the path that you're doing, I think it's great. And, you know, you know, my daughters look up to you heel stuff or not. They love watching (laughs) you wrestle and you know, you're like I said, becoming a huge fan favorite over here on our side. Hey, I want to take my fans back to a special moment for you. All right. And and I want to know myself as well. Can you take us back to that moment when you won, won the belt, put us in that moment. What is it like? And what does it mean to you?
0: The OVW belt.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The OVW championship.
0: Um, for me, the OVW belt, the in particular belt that I won, that belt has so much history and so many different women have held that belt, including my mom being one of them. Um, so it was special. So I was real adamant about winning the old belt and not getting the new belt. You know, um, I wanted to make sure I was a part of that history So but when I did win the belt, like what I felt in my heart was kind of like I told you so, you know, I was very cocky with it. Like I told you and I told you and I told you because I had a lot of people just coming at me, coming at me, coming at me. And I shut them all down. Now what you got to say? Right. That's how that's how I felt.
1: That's how we feel too. And we hundred percent agree with you. Hey, we hope we get to see you soon out here in Colorado. That'd be great in my opinion, but we want to know too. what does the future hold for the OVW women's champion?
0: Big things, man. The future is endless for me. I can say that I have a feeling that I will make it to the biggest platform stage that I can. And I'm just going to take off. The future is very bright. That's all I can say. I already made it to the top of OVWs. I already made it. I already made it to the top. Now I got to move past that and keep going. So we'll see. Keep watching and find out.
1: Definitely, definitely. You can keep up with Hollywood Haley J with us here at E's and B's because we're always keeping our finger on her and making sure she's knocking the people out like she's promising us. But folks, before we let her go, I got something special for you today. We've got a t-shirt that Hollywood has picked out herself to give away. And right here it is. If you're, if you're watching no, rainmaker. rainmaker. Akata, if you're not watching at home and you're listening to us here yes. on the podcast, here's yes. what's going to happen, folks. <gasps> Hollywood is going to have you guys cut a promo on her. But let's listen to me. It's well, not going to be a, a negative promo. We want to build her right. up. We right. want to push this champion to the top from here from us here at E's and B's. So, folks, what I want you to do at home in order to be eligible to win this shirt you need to cut a promo on Hollywood Haley J, whether it's text or video. And you need to send it to Hollywood Haley J at Twitter or follow us on Twitter at E's and B's. Send it to either one of us. It will get to her. And next Wednesday, we're going to she actually, my fault, is going to pick the winner and we're going to yes, get her away. So make sure you guys go out there. Give her some credit. Give her some love. We want to hear all the feedback. And don't forget, though, she is the hottest chick on the block. <laughs> The Buzetta that That's right. It's the OVW yeah. champion, Hollywood. You better
0: bring it. Haley.
1: Jay.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Feature All my right. son. <laughs> back,
1: girl. Yes, Yeah. What? A great interview. It's not just one. That's right. Double women's champion, Hollywood. Haley. Jay. Man, it was so great having her on, catching up with her. So glad to have her back on the E's and B's podcast, that's for sure. And like we said, folks, go cut a promo. Like, share, subscribe, follow the rules. You can win a shirt, the Rainmaker shirt. That's right, the one she picked out. All you gotta do is cut a positive promo about Hollywood Haley J. Send it to her Twitter or our Twitter here at E's and B's. That's at E's and B's. And she will vote and pick a winner next Wednesday. And I will mail that shirt to you next Friday. That's right, folks. So make sure you pay attention. Like she said, she wants a good promo. Pump her up. We ask. No negativity, please. No negativity. All right. Well, let's keep things rolling. Let's get right into the Scrambled egg segment, folks. And like I said earlier, I want to talk AEW. Well, now it's the time to talk AEW. That's right. Here in the Scrambled segment, Wednesday night was not only a... A go-home show for their revolution coming up Sunday, but it was almost a pay-per-view in itself. And let me just say, they started this one off hot. That's right, folks. Shaq and Jade Cargill taking on Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet right out the gate, folks. And I was uh, on the edge of my couch. I wasn't sure yet what to expect. And I want to say this, I was surprised. Shaq did not step over the rope. He went through the ropes. So... It was kind of crazy to see that. And then him and Cody started it off. I wasn't sure, you know, what to expect. But, man, he delivered. He delivered some big chops. Uh, you know, he paid a humongous, and I praise him, humongous tribute to the late Brody Lee with a uh, powerbomb. It was so beautiful. He took a bump on the apron, fell to the outside. The only thing I could say that I didn't like about this match was they took too much time Setting up the tables on the outside. And you could tell QT Marshall had to yell at Red Velvet at one point. To tell her to get back in the ring. That part, if they didn't do that, it would have been perfect. But anyhow, the way it ended was Shaq and Jade getting the win. But beforehand, Shaq was on the apron again. And Cody hit him with a crossbody and put him through two tables. And believe it or not, Shaq was knocked out. But meanwhile, in the ring, Jade held her own. Got the win over Red Velvet. Afterwards, they took Shaq on a stretcher to the ambulance, which I thought was kind of weird. But then they had Tony Schiavone trying to get a word with him. And as Tony Schiavone opened the back of the ambulance, poof, Shaq was gone. So, big question on where he went and what this means, folks. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I do want to say a couple notes about it. Bully Ray on Twitter quoted saying, the bump through the table was an ESPN moment, and I totally agree with him. Uh, he did give him props. I gave him huge props. But also, it makes me think about with uh, Paul White coming over, is Shaq set up and lined up for maybe another match in the future? I guess we'll have to wait and see. But that's how they started the night out, dude. It was banging. Uh, they led right into the next match, which was a quick squash match. Perfectly done. Ray Phoenix and Pack put on a hell of a display. Got it done really quick. I couldn't even tell you who the other two people were. That's how good it was. After that, then we had the Inner Circle Presser, which we'll talk a little bit about that right now with uh, you know two of my favorites, MJF and Jericho. Now, it seems to be these guys are getting good at this. This is like the third time we've had like a press conference setting, and uh, a, we had a question booth set outside where we had guests coming up giving questions, like people from Barstool Sports, The great Conrad Thompson and Eric Bischoff. Uh, But in the end, it set off a huge brawl, which the Young Bucks came out, confronted everybody about what's going on, made a big deal about it, drug it out forever, dropped some super kicks. We had a brawl. It just sets up a good thing heading into Revolution, in my opinion. I do think that MJF and Jericho are going to take the belts this Sunday, but we'll talk about that in just a second. After that, we had a six-man match with FTR and Tully Blanchard making his debut after 30 years back to the ring. And, man, let me just say this. He looked great for 67 years old and still bo- doing some of the moves he pulled off Wednesday night. I, I praise him. Wow. I-, I couldn't believe some of the things he pulled off. And, and I don't think he's done. I think this is... Uh, the start of something new, because obviously at the end, Sean Spears reappearing back on AEW and uh, giving some helping hand to the FDR. And afterwards, I do note, I want to say J.J. Dillon was ringside, folks. That's right. Former Four Horsemen manager J.J. Dillon came to ring with these guys. But uh, it, all in all, in the end, after it was all said and done, Sean Spears lending a hand. Arn Anderson come to the tunnel and, and kind of pointed down to the ring and then threw up the massive Four Horsemen symbol. And it gives me chills talking about it now, but I think we're starting something really big with the new Four Horsemen. We'll keep our eye on it, but uh, it was great to see Tully back in the ring, as well as also J.J. Dillon down there lending a shoe or two, if you know what I mean. Uh, after that, they had the big show, or now known as Paul Wright, come out. And talk with uh, Tony Schiavone about what's going to happen. And he mentioned the new show he's going to be on. Some of the developmental stuff he's going to be doing. But he also dropped a bomb on us, folks. And what he dropped on us was what's happening this Sunday at Revolution. A new person is coming to AEW. He knows. And he's the only one that knows. And uh, he claims it could be a future Hall of Famer. I just want to put this out there, folks. You know, I've been talking over with the family who it could possibly be. And I think we're kind of leaning towards maybe John Cena. Hey, huh? I don't know. Hey, he's on TBS nowadays. Never know. Or what about Kurt Angle, who has recently came back to the wrestling world, obviously on the podcast side. But I've seen the pictures and stuff. He's in shape. That could be a possibility. Or maybe that other person that's way out there that we forgot about, Rob Van Dam. Who knows? Who knows? What do you guys think? Who do you think it's going to be? Let us, know a, let us know here at E's and B's. Comment below, like, share, subscribe, follow us at easandbz.org. But yeah, it's going to be great to see Revolution on Sunday. The big announcement, who's going to be the signee coming in. Um, also, going on last Wednesday, they had uh, the finals for the women's number one contender tournament, and we now know that Ryo will be taking on Sheeta on Sunday as she beat Nyla Rose pretty handily believe it or not I was kind of shocked I still think that Thunder Rosa should have beat Nyla Rose earlier in the week on YouTube but that's just my opinion we'll see what happens between these two girls on Sunday though and then after that we had another Tony confession that's right he talked with Sting this time bringing Sting down and Sting wanted to talk about the situation and what's going on Obviously, Ricky Starks came out confronting Sting by himself, he claimed. And then by the end, another brawl breaking out. Sting putting down some good good moves as well as the uh, Scorpion Deathlock this time. So, man, I'm just pumped. I can't wait to see what happens Sunday between these four people in the brawl. They've built this up the right way. And now we know how Sting is going to be acting or how he's going to be participating, I may say, Sunday. I cannot wait. After that, they had another, or they had a, excuse me, they had another match for the one of the last spots in the ladder match. Who will be the winner of that taking on the TNT champion in the future? And we all thought that Ten from Dark Order would have this uh, pretty handily over Max Caster, but the surprise came in the end as Jack Evans underneath the ring slides out, hits Ten with the boom box, costing him the match, and uh, obviously. That was not done by himself as it, when he left the ring, there stood Matt Hardy handing Jack Evans an uh, envelope stating a certain amount of money that maybe looks like a payoff. And uh, we all know Matt Hardy has a serious issue, not only with Hangman, but the Dark Order. And then after that, they kind of got revenge as the Hangman, or excuse me, as Hangman and Silver of the Dark Order took on Mark Queen and matt hardy in a tag match and hangman keeping his undefeated streak alive as he de- it defeats matt hardy and marquette but afterwards matt hardy getting some revenge and i mean he was just pounding him with the uh, microphone and this is how you know they kind of went off the air was this brawl started which brought out some other tag teams and then before you knew it Everybody that's going to be in the Tag Team Battle Royal Sunday was in that ring as they went off air. It's a great way to end a show. I thought it was an outstanding show, like I said at the beginning. And also, I would just, was just so blown away with how Shaq and Tolly Blanchard performed on Wednesday night, folks. It was a must-see. If you have not seen it, make sure you go back. Check the highlights out, folks. You're going to want to see it. Hey, let's keep things rolling here before I bring Lauren in on the toast and wrap things up. I got just a few picks to talk about in the scrambled section and we'll get things done and get out of here. All right, as we're going to wrap the scrambled Egg segment up, let's get some picks in there before I do. Also going to bring Lauren in just in a minute. Get your cities repped. That's right, she's going to rep your cities this week like she always does. Also, we'll let you know what's coming up here in just a minute on the toast. But, hey, how about these picks? Sunday, I'm taking Kyle Bush at Vegas. That's his home state, home track. I think he's going to dominate there. He's due for a win. Coming off a couple big losses, or a couple big wrecks, I should say. Not finishing in two races out of the last three, so uh, I'm going to take the 18 car Sunday. How about some Revolution picks? How about, I've got MJF and Jericho. They will be the new tag champions. That's my prediction. Also, Lance Archer will win the ladder match. And I think there's going to be a surprise tag team for the battle role, folks. I think Sammy's going to show up. With a special partner. I'm not sure just who yet, but keep your eyes peeled on that one. That's my shocker scramble pick there for the tag team battle royal. Also, I think Sheeta will maintain her title. And in the main event, folks, in the exploding barbed wire death match, that's right, folks, if you have not seen one of these, go back and check out Onita and Terry Funk before you see this match. It will give you a lot more. Respect for what they're about to do on Sunday. But I'm going to take Jon Moxley winning this match and becoming the second time AEW Heavyweight Champion. I can't wait. It's going to be a great show, folks. If you guys got nothing to do on Sunday, check it out. Revolution. There's a handful of matches on here that are a must-see, including the Street Brawl with Sting and Darby Allin against Team Taz. There's a lot of good stuff going to happen on Sunday. Also, folks, let me give you a few other predictions. How about the All-Star game as we spoke about earlier? That's right. The dunk, three-point, skills, and game all in the same day. But I'm going to give you some of my picks for the skills challenge. I'm going to take Sabonis from the Pacers. The three-point competition, I think Curry's going to lock it up. He's just a guarantee every time he shoots three ball. And in the dunk, folks, I know they haven't named a lot of people, but I'm going to say this. Zion Williamson will shock the world, enter the dunk cap contest on Sunday, and win the whole thing. That's my predictions here on the E's and B's podcast, folks. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to wrap this thing up. We're going to bring Lauren in here. We're going to give you your numbers of the week, rep your city, and let you know what's coming up next week. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast, baby. Just are sitting with your sugars. It's the toast. Let's spread it. All right. Bring it in. Lauren here. This week. How's it going, Lauren? Happy Friday. First Friday here in March. Yep. Yep. We're going to start things off here on the toast real quick. Give our weekly shout outs. Then we'll talk about what's coming up next, next week on the show. Also, we'll dive into, you get it, or you guessed it. We're going to rep your city with Lauren's numbers here in just a minute. All right, huge shout-out. Thank you so much for coming on the show to Hollywood. Haley J., it was a blast having her on. Make sure you guys go out there, promote that promo for her, give yourself a chance to win that T-shirt, the Rainmaker she picked out earlier on the show. Make sure you send all your promos to her on Twitter or ourself here at E's and B's on Twitter. Or both. Or both, and she will pick a winner Wednesday. Wednesday. That's right. Can't wait for that. Big shout out to OVW for letting her come on. Also, hashtag signed Zicky Dice is still going on here at E's and B's. The best unsigned wrestler there is out there. That's what we think, anyhow. Go check him out on Twitch. He's a great follow. Also, shout out to Mid South. Shout out to Rocky Mountain Pro. Shout out to Porter Blake there from Rocky Mountain Pro. Thank you so much for following us and uh, giving us all the uh, likes and retweets. We love that. Also, a uh, shout-out to uh, Hells of Vintage Clothing and Jewelry. Joe, Joe and uh, Jake there, they got mm. some cool stuff. Go check them out. Let them know that uh, E's and B's sent, them, or sent you. Also, uh, we got a shout-out to uh, our favorite, Scotty Long. Thank you so much for following us. Shout-out to Yaden. And the last shout-out I want to give out to is a, a heartfelt one here. I want to give a shout-out to Jesse Stone's family and friends out there in Indiana. RIP to him. Big shout-out to Jeff. We're so sorry. Shout-out to my homeboy, Matt Dawson. Man, I'm thinking about you. And Will as well. So, you guys, if you guys see them, give them a big hug. They definitely need it. Oh, That's all I got on the shout-outs. Coming up next week, folks, stay tuned. We got a new wrestler coming in town. That's right. Gino will be on the show next week to talk about his wrestling career and what he's got up his sleeve for the future. Also, don't forget... We got new merch designs out yep, there, Lauren.
2: I even have one myself. That's
1: right. Murder mystery t-shirts. Yeah. We got a new E's and B's uh, shirt yeah. out there. And stay tuned. There's going to be a lot more coming. Maybe even an E's and B's brunch for uh, me and my boy Brian. As you know, we do that uh, every month or every week, excuse me. We uh, get into the Monday Night Wars. Check it out on my YouTube channel see what you guys think. We're just uh, having a little bit of fun discussing some old wrestling. Uh, Also, folks, don't forget, every Thursday, the best show on YouTube is Winnipeggers, folks. Go check them out. Our friends, the Dave Spivak Project, Chris Jericho, and Rybo. They're hilarious. They're fun to watch. Me and Lauren Mm -hmm. love watching them every Thursday. So give them a a chance and give them a shout out. Go follow them on YouTube. That's Winnipeggers every Thursday. Well, Lauren. Yeah, definitely. And tell them E's and B's sent you. Because, hey, we're family. That's what Dave (laughs) says, anyways. I'm just going to go with it. But hey, that's all I got here on the rundown on the toast. Let's jump into those numbers of the week with Lauren.
2: First, I just want to give the days a shout out. Today, March 5th, Friday, is the day of unplugging. So I guess unplug something for the day and feel better about yourself. Dress in blue day. As well as Employee Appreciation Day. Mm. We respect and appreciate all our
1: We love all our employees here, D's <laughs> and B's, that's for sure.
2: All right, let's see what happened with the numbers this week. Starting out, number 10 is Charlotte, North Carolina. North Carolina! Making its way back into the top 10, Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, Eight is Friend Creek, Kentucky. Number seven is
1: Portage, Indiana.
2: Portage, Indiana. First time on the list. Welcome. Uh, Number six is Cliché France. Cliché France.
1: We thank you so much. Thank
2: you. Number five, San Diego, California. Carrying right with it. Number four is San Jose, California. Shouts to uh to get on the board again become number one because that's where we're at and i'm a firm believer that we got a lot more support here
1: so that's thank you right. everybody thank you so much for listening folks we enjoy all the feedback we're getting things yeah. are ramping up here these and be stay tuned we got so much good content coming we got special guests lined up for the whole month of march we got a racing talk coming back. We got new wrestlers coming. We got old wrestlers coming. So make sure you stay tuned to the best breakfast, wrestling, and sports podcast on your Fridays, folks. It's the E's and B's podcast. And like I always say, Lauren, make sure you eat your breakfast. Peace!